Welcome to the Kingdom Business Network. Still, folks are coming on, and we're glad to have you. I want to introduce our mystery guest for today. And probably when you have uh, seen this advertised, you're like, who in the world could be the mystery guest? And, and I'm going to explain why I made uh, John Hauser. He's from Puyallup. I, I, it's such a hard name for me to say, Puyallup, Washington. And, uh, and I'm going to have him on in just a second here. Uh, John, if you can unmute, because I can't find you on the list. <laughs> so you're going to have to unmute yourself. Okay. Can you hear but, me? Uh, if you, yeah, yeah. Thank you. <clears throat> so, so here, so John, let me just tell you about John and then, uh, and then why I made him a mystery guest. So, so John, he, like I said, Puyallup, Washington, he's, he's been, uh, they just celebrated him and Kelly celebrated 29 year anniversary on February 14th. Great day to get married there. Uh, uh, and, and they, uh, John's been a pastor over the years, but lately the, the, the church, the ministry that they, they were running, uh, was forced to close for lack of funds. And so in January of 2020, he took a position at a local grocery store, cleaning bathrooms and sanitizing rooms and stocking shelves and, and being a cashier and things like that. And, and here's the interesting thing. I really believe John, as I've talked to you a little bit, gotten to know you some that, that I, I don't know if there's any pastors on this call, but, but I sometimes wish that pastors can have like a six month internship at a grocery store like you, <laughs> because I believe that the, the pastoral skills can be even more developed there in the grocery store than they can in the seminary classroom. But uh, just welcome. Thanks for being on today. Uh, and just one more thought. The reason why I made him a mystery guest, I was, I was concerned if I, if I put somebody on, see, I, I know what John has to offer. And with Kingdom Business Network, we're mainly targeting, we, we know there's, CEOs out there and presidents of companies and owners of businesses that have are learning to uh, to to try to form a Christian atmosphere at their workplace. But most workers, most people out there, most Christians out there are not the CEOs and the, the business owners. They are maybe middle management. They have a boss over them. They have maybe people uh, that they that they oversee and uh, and they're not able to have the same kinds of freedoms as a business owner. Now, obviously when a business owner steps out for Jesus, uh, they obviously their business can be impacted. They can lose employees. They can lose business over it. But when a middle management or lower management, whatever, somebody in the system uh, steps out for Jesus, they can lose their job. So I'm just really curious. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing from John today. Uh, John, again, thank you for coming on. Tell us a little bit, just real quick, maybe a minute or two about your background and uh, and 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 what's been going on, especially at the uh, what what's been your perspective? What did the Lord show you about being working in this grocery store? Well, first of all, thanks for having me on. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm very very flattered. Um, my perspective is it was interesting because my wife and I all our married life we'd served in the church and it was our goal we wanted to be in full-time ministry and so finally our minute our, our dream was realized we both became pastors and we served in uh, a healing and deliverance ministry here in Tacoma Washington 
And after about a year and a half, my mentor of seven years and my senior pastor, he passed away suddenly in his sleep. And I was left to be the senior pastor and very overwhelmed. Went six months preaching and loving on people, but the money just wasn't coming in. They decided to close the doors and then COVID hit. So I was faced once again with the opportunity to start over again. Uh, in the middle of COVID was a bad time to look for a job. I had one job interview that I was really excited about and then the governor shut the state down that ended that job interview. Oh my goodness. So I'm asking the Lord, I'm going, Lord, what do I do? I, you know, I'm running out of funds here. I, I need to go back to I work. Need to go and back. The Lord spoke very clearly to me and said, hey, focus your, focus your job search on one of two places, places that either provide health care or pro provide food. And I said, well, great. There's grocery stores right down the street from where I live. So I went and applied, got a job. And the job they gave me was sanitation. And out of the sanitation, they started me cleaning bathrooms. Uh, a lot of people might struggle with that, but you know, I looked at it as an opportunity and I had a goal in mind and that was to be the best bathroom cleaner I could possibly be. And what was great was one of the benefits of COVID-19 and wearing a mask I could walk through the store and pray in the spirit and people didn't look at me like I was a wackadoodle. <laughs> and I, I did that I love bathroom. It. I had six bathrooms to clean and I had to clean them every oh, hour. I want, I want to make sure everybody notes that the positive side there's, I knew there had to be a pro of wearing a mask. You know, I saw a lot of cons, but there's gotta be a pro. And, and finally I heard one. So go, go ahead. That was awesome. So I would go from bathroom to bathroom and I would not only clean in the physical, but I would clean in the spiritual. I walk into dirty, nasty places. And when I leave, they look a hundred percent better. I'm praying the whole time coming against disease and sickness and in the name of Jesus and singing praise songs and people aren't used to hearing people in the bathroom singing praise songs. Um, so my first goal was to work as under the Lord because a lot, there's a high turnover in the grocery store. Those people work very hard for very little money and there's a high turnover. So everybody was watching me. They had their eye on me and I was going to work as under the Lord. And in a short period of time, I had people coming up to me that worked there that said, Hey, our bathrooms have never looked so clean. And so the, the favor of the Lord was on me. Uh, my next goal was to just love the people. And I loved the people by getting to know their names, saying good morning to them, calling them by name, asking them how they were doing. If they had a need, I asked them if I could pray for them. And that was pretty uncomfortable. But um, I just said, you know, I just love these people and I want to pray and I'm going to let the Lord deal with whatever happens. And people started letting me pray for them. Not only that, that, after a while, after people got to know me and got to see my work ethic and that I actually seemed to care, um, 
then they started coming to asking me to pray for them. Uh, did they? Yeah. And which now, did, 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 did you, at that point, did you like make it known that you're a Christian or that make it known that you would pray for people or how did that, how did they even know to do that? Or did they just like, no, this guy smiles a lot. <laughs> no, actually the, the lady that hired me is a Christian. She's a believer. And when she saw my resume and I put on there that I was a pastor, she got all excited. So word got out all over the place really fast that I was a pastor and people would go, I understand you're a pastor. Yeah, I am. Huh. And so they'd ask about the ministry that I was in and, and I would talk to them and share with them a little bit. Uh, I've given several Bibles away, um, but I just wanted to get to know the people and love on them. Um, you know, gotcha. Theodore Roosevelt said, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And those are, are really true words. So as I took an interest with people in people, they took an interest in me. And now people, my supervisors and stuff, they, they look at me and they go, why is he always happy? Why is he going, always going around hugging his coworkers? Why is he praying for people? Because I, I'll pray for my coworkers right in the middle of whatever I'm doing, or I've, I've got to pray pray for a few customers that way too, just right in the uh -huh. middle of the produce section, lay hands on them and pray for them and not worry about what's going on around about. Wow. Now, so what goes through your mind as you're there, as you think, I'm going to step out to this customer, but they might complain and I could lose my job. You know, I mean, what, what how has the Lord helped you to deal with that? Well, first of all, he's grown my boldness. I'm getting bolder all the time. Um, as a cashier, it's a little different because I have a very small window of time to connect with a person and right. to speak into their life. Um, just a couple of weeks ago, I had a lady who came to my check stand and she said, I asked her, I said, how's your day going? She goes, oh, it's horrible. I said, well, what's going on? She goes, I have the shingles and it's in my eye. And she had her wow. whole eye was swollen up. And oh my goodness. I was so moved with compassion. I'd never prayed from somebody for a customer in the check stand before. But looking at her, I, I couldn't not pray for her. So after I'd finished checking her out, I said, ma'am, I said, I know this is kind of an unusual request, but can I pray for your eye before you leave? And she looked at me and goes, oh, okay. So I just Prayed a quick prayer, Lord, pour out your goodness on her, pour your heart out on her, and heal her eye in Jesus' name. And she kind of went, well, thank you, and left. Now, I haven't seen her back in the store since, but I keep hoping that she'll come in and say, hey, my eye is all better. But um, in the back of my mind was going on, well, what if she complains? What if I lose my job? And you know what? I, I'm just to the point that if I lose my job, he'll provide me with another one. He gave me this one. He'll give me another one. His yeah. favor has been on me so much because I've prayed openly with people. Um, yeah. I, I had, the, I had the, the director of the store ask me to pray for a homeless person that was being a challenge down there. She said, John, would you pray for us? So I go, I would love to pray. And oh. 
I've had opportunity to minister to homeless people in the bathrooms, to pray for them right there in the bathrooms. Um, wow. It's been a blessing. And, you know, the enemy is always right there in the back of your mind going, well, what if somebody complains? What if, yeah. uh, what yeah. if you lose your job? And I just have, I, I remember the, I, I've read a lot about Smith Wigglesworth and John G. Lake, but Smith Wigglesworth just pounds in my head, only believe. And so that's what I do. Yeah. I only believe and trust that the Lord can heal this person, that he can protect my job. And I just keep moving forward. Wow. That's great, man. That, that That's amazing. That's amazing, John. I so appreciate that. I'm, maybe just, I'm, I'm so curious now, maybe share another, like you, you've also played, prayed for employees as well. Maybe mm-hmm. give us examples of those. Talk to and pray for employees. Okay, so I, I had a fellow cashier, and she was she had been struggling with bronchitis, and she knew I was a pastor, and she said, I just it, I can't shake this. No matter what I do, I said, Well, can I pray for you? So I prayed for her, and she immediately felt different, and her face just lit up. The next day when she came into work, she goes, John, it's all gone. She goes, you're amazing. I said, no, that's, that's Jesus. He's amazing. So probably about a month later, she comes up to me when I was sanitizing some stuff and she goes, John, I don't know what's going on, but my hand just is killing me. She goes, I don't know what I did, but it hurts. And I said, so are you asking me to pray for you? And she goes, well, yeah. So I grabbed her hand right there and started praying over her. And before I could even finish, she goes, that feels amazing. And so I said, well, try it out. She tried it out. And she goes, yes, she goes, it's great. And then she took off because in, in the grocery store, you can't stand around too awful long before you, right. before people notice. But I caught yeah. her a little later on and I told her, I said, you know, this is the second time I prayed for you, and it's the second time God has healed you, and there's something that you really need to know. And she goes, well, what's that? And I said, he's not healing you because he loves me. He's healing you because he loves you. I said, listen, oh, he knows so everything that you've ever done in your life, good, bad, and indifferent, and he loves you right where you're at. And I said, what he really wants you to know is him. And I said, you know, we work together all the time. When you're ready that you want to know him better, let me know. I would love to lead you through a prayer. And she hasn't come back yet, but the Lord is continually working on her. And that's just one of the examples. I, I love it that you don't feel like you have to like push people across that finish line of coming to Jesus, that you just it just reminds me in first Peter talks about let our, our speech be like salt and, and we're just uh, drawing the, those people in uh, toward him, making them more thirsty for him. And, and that's again, what the, what not just our speech, but our, our, the, the power of God, the healing power of God, the word of knowledge, whatever that's just doing this, just drawing them in. So I, I love that. Um, do you have another? I I, I, I love testimonies. I, I'm going to okay. keep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have another one. Um, the one comment I want to make is in the workplace, what the what your coworkers are going to be looking at is your consistency. Is he, li- is he living what he believes? Um, 
is life getting him down? Is he, is his speech being affected by his circumstances? And so that's just one key thing is they're continually watching your consistency. I had another lady who, who had been struggling with some sort of a sinus infection for like over a month. And she had been on two different antibiotics, no relief. And I asked her, I said, well, you know, I believe God can heal that. I said, can I pray for you? And she goes, sure. So I prayed for her and she said, thank you. Went about her business. She came in the next day and she came in. She goes, John, it's all gone. She goes, completely gone. She goes, the antibiotics did nothing. The doctors could do nothing, but she goes, it's all gone. But she goes, but look at my eyes. My eyes are all red and swollen and itchy. And she goes, I don't know what's going on there. And I said, well, God doesn't do things halfway. I said, can I pray for your eyes? So I prayed for her, for, I prayed for her eyes right there at the time clock, right in front of the office door. Prayed for her eyes. She went to work. I went to work. I didn't see her for a day or two because she had the next day off. But when I saw her, she, I said, how are your eyes? She goes, all gone. She goes, my eyes are fine. So, wow. And, and I found out later on that she was a believer because I started sharing testimony with her. And she goes, well, yeah, I am a believer. I said, well, have you ever had experience with healing? I said, has anybody ever prayed for you and, and you've been healed? She goes, no. I said, God's a good God and he loves wow. you and he wants to heal. Wow. I just see, I just see God being so exalted. We talk about when we sing these songs, be exalted, O Lord, or you receive glory or whatever. But that's what you're doing. You're actually bringing God glory right there. The, the water table of the Holy Spirit is rising in that, in that grocery store. And, and, they're, and they're, they're getting to know God. They're getting, you're, you're, all of a sudden, they're realizing, wow, my God heals. Wow, my God uh, you know, it loves me. He reaches out. He, and he, knows, he knows what I need. You know? And so that's just beautiful. Um, and now, and you are, you're not in like, you know, Bible Belt, you're in Tacoma or Puyallup, Washington, uh, and doing this. And so, <clears throat> and I know that's not the most, you know, welcoming place for, for, for Jesus, uh, there. So, I mean, what kind of, have you gotten pushback? Have you gotten, uh, what, what, if, you know, and how do you handle that pushback? So far, uh, I've been very blessed. I haven't received any pushback. I've prayed for people of alternate lifestyles. Um, I've prayed for the, the people that are on the far left side. I've prayed for people right in the middle that are searching. And so far, I haven't really, I, actually, I take that back. I had one pushback. I had one, one lady that I asked if I could pray for her. And she goes, oh, oh, no, not at work. I don't think that's appropriate. I said, okay. And I just went back yeah. to work. Yeah. And I just let it go. Yeah. I'll be honest. At first, it kind of took my like, well, she's turning down prayer. And I, it, it just, yeah. it, it didn't set well with my flesh. But I went, hey, you know what? God is at work. And I just need to yeah. let it go. And so I did. Yeah. So good. So good. Uh, John, I really, really appreciate what you're sharing. I, I'm, I, we've got about two minutes left. And, and what's your, what's your final thought on, on all this? As you, in terms of the, he, these are folks that are, I guess, at all different kind of work, work scenarios there. But what would you want to encourage people in uh, as we, as we close out today? 
Well, you know, most of the time, the thing that prevents people from praying in the workplace is fear. That's the enemy's number one tool. And that's when I would hear Smith Wigglesworth just say, only believe. And when you step out within faith, God honors that. And it has been nothing short of amazing. And the more you do it, the more your faith grows, the easier it gets. Um, I, I have one little personal testimony that I want to share really quick. I have Please. a friend who is uh, a pastor here, and he's doing a weekly uh, uh, evangelistic um, revival meeting two days a week. I went and saw him. And he was doing just preaching his heart out, and the Lord, he's just spilling out the love of the Lord, and I was just excited for him. And on the drive home, the enemy shows up and he says, see, that's what you should be doing. You've just failed. The ministry that you were a part of closed. You're a failure. And I go, no, I'm not biting. And so. Good job. So I, I fought it all the way home. And I, I, I got down before the Lord and I started praying. And I go, you know, Lord, I worked all this time. I wanted to be in full-time ministry. And seemed like things were going okay and then all of a sudden it's gone i said man i just i really kind of miss it and I, that loving gentle voice of the lord says what are you talking about i took you out of a 3500 square foot building and put you into a 30,000 square foot grocery store <laughs> and that's my yeah. ministry every day that i go to work on the way to work i pray okay lord let's go bear some fruit and bring glory to the Father. Wow. That's, uh, that's worth the price of the call right there. That, that, that's beautiful, John. We appreciate it. Listen, just take, just take one minute. Pray, pray for the folks, because I, 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 I believe there's something on your life that, that God has done, that they, we need to have fear broken off of us. We need to have boldness. We need to have faith. We need to believe that God can use us not uh, all those things that you shared, whatever you want to pray, but I just know we need what, what you've got. So, all right. So right now in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, I ask that you would break fear off of everyone. Everyone listening to my voice, Lord, break fear off of them. Make them bolder, give them courage to step out in faith because you, you might just find yourself walking on water. Lord, Peter was the only one that stepped out of the boat. And yeah, he took his eyes off of Jesus and started sinking, but he got out of the boat in faith. And he did what the other apostles had never done or anybody since. He walked on water. So, Lord, help us to walk on water. Help us to trust you because you are a good, good father. So I ask, Lord, that you would remove all fear and doubt, all reservations, that we would just put our faith and trust in you because you love us more than we can even comprehend. And we will trust you for the fruit. We will trust you for the results that the name of Jesus would be glorified. For I ask it in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you, John. 